you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Around the NFL Podcast. Are taking for Tamposi. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm coming to you from a virtual room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Greg Rosenthal, what is up, boys? I like to just listen to that music. Ride it out. I don't know what tanking for Tamposi means. We, I mean, it, it, I get it. There'd be a prize at the end, but we already have her working for us. So what right. would we be gaining if we put a terrible year's worth of episodes out to come in last place among podcasts? <laughs> We're on our way. Yeah, not far off. <laughs> this is our Friday News Rundown program. Very exciting time. For the show, because not only are we back to three podcasts a week, we have the NFL Network program, which is also airing digitally. Uh, so we're recording that today. It goes up. Uh, where do, where can people get it if they want to watch the digital version today, Friday? NFL.com. I know it's going to be uh, too late, but... NFL.com, I think at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I think they're putting it on YouTube streaming. You know, you can check okay. it out on, on the network, 8 a.m. Eastern tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, they had a little Saturday morning with the kids. Forget cartoons. I like, to, I like to log on to that, like, 22-pound desktop computer we have <laughs> in that one room that no one's using and watch it on NFL.com there. It's pretty well, I don't know. It's just like an, a gigantic piece of, of <laughs> You have computer. it? You own a desktop still? I do. Yeah. Wow. It's not getting Are you going to bring it to the new house or just, like, that's no, getting lost I, in the mix. That could be one of those things. We've had success just putting large objects at the end of our driveway. Yes. Then like a guy in a truck comes by and takes it away oh, yeah. in about eight seconds. This, in fact, will nice. be the last time you ever see this entirely fake background. Um, Have you used back. like OfferUp or LetGo, those apps? Some well, guy came in I, a pickup truck and picked up my bistro set yesterday and handed me 50 bucks cash. Uh, we I got that thing the, for free. 
we've gone the less thorny free route. We're just sticking it out. We're in. We're in. You know, the, the eleventh hour of this. This is yeah. shift across the city. Stuff. So, you don't have anything to add, Dan. I mean, it's good. I'm glad you got a plug in there for a company. Mark's telling us about the stuff he's putting on the street corner. But we got stuff to do because, like I said, we're doing a podcast today. We're doing a video show. And uh, it's all there for you, the listener slash viewer. So if you listen to this podcast after it goes up on the digital side at NFL.com today, know you can watch it on NFL Network tomorrow morning. And, uh, you know, just giving you guys content for the rest of the summer. Until our format switches up a little bit, or scheduling uh, once the season begins, and we'll tell you all about that. It might be familiar to last year, but with a little bit of a difference as the, well. We're the season is starting in under four weeks. The the, the kickoff game is would already already happened uh, four weeks from now. Nice. The Snoopy Bowl <laughs> would have been played tonight, by the way. Ooh. So just well, that's the real loss here. If you look at what's heads. happened to the. The country over the last six, seven months, the Snoopy Bulls yeah. disappearance. Jets v. Giants. The game really hasn't been the same since Rex has been gone, but that's, that's life. All right, before we get into the news, and this is just a news rundown show because, like I said, we're very busy today, but we need to be in touch with our wonderful listeners. I do have some developing news. Okay, so you guys know, obviously, on Wednesday's show, very exciting. We rolled out our new fan club. It is the Bengals Den. And this... It's a fan club? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even really know what it is. Fan it's destination. Just a team we track. It's, a play, it's a play we place we go. Place we go. A place Talk we visit. The and then... So that's it got off to a nice start there. But then um, a listener, Josh Rosnowski, and great job. Whenever you got a name like that, shut up, Thor. Whenever you got a name like that, Rosnowski, and then you could just bang it out at Roz, and then you're just Roz for the rest of your life. That's not bad. Roz is not bad. Yeah. Anyway, Roz hits up me, Greg, and Mark. Greg never saw it. Here it is. Just listen to the pod. Great stuff as always. One thing though, Bengal tigers don't live in dens. They sleep in the open or wherever they happen to be. Lions live in dens, hence why Ford Field hmm. is called the den. Who knew? Maybe the maybe the Bengals rest. I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. What do you, Mark? This feels like something we need to rectify. Yeah, it does. I mean. You know, I did a little bit of work on on my own because we were very correct in general. I mean, they originate in India. I found that they swim. They can swim from island to island. But it left me no awesome. closer to um, a name suggestion. Mm. So I don't know if you what where we are with that. Well, it does point out that Bengal tigers and the, maybe the Bengals are bigger badasses than lions going out from like hiding in their den. Tigers, I did I did see the tweet right before we started <laughs> and checked its accuracy. And it's like, yeah, they usually just like sleep out in the open right next to the prey that they just eat ate. I mean, what's awesome. more badass than that? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So here's what I'm thinking. Since there is no den, we got to get him out of that den. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to move him to a sanctuary and will become our Bengal sanctuary. Hey. And uh, to do that, listen, Greg, you think it's problematic? We're just getting started. Um, Ricky, uh, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's move these bangles. 
Uh, just the tranquilizer dart. Don't worry. Wow. There Is we that, go. Are you sure okay. that was a tranquilizer? Is that allowed? No. Pretty sure this was a tranquilizer gun. Let's bag and tag these suckers and get into the sanctuary. And uh, now we're going to have a Bengal sanctuary. It's going to be great. We're going to take care of them. Are we, we're just taking them away in a forklift? I feel like there's going to be interference from certain groups. I think sa- the word sanctuary means that they're ultimately like rescue animals that couldn't survive on their own in the wild. I don't think you would call it a sanctuary if you're like brutally um, you know, hurting them. You know, I knew you would have a problem with this. In. I'm just saying, I've been it's to sanctuaries. All, the kids love the sanctuaries. It's all it's like you know, three-legged humane. tigers and you know they were found in some place where they can't live so they it's the only way they can survive. Or someone tried right. to have a tiger I mean, in their bathtub. They you are know? endangered as a species. Right, yeah. Greg, you got to get your head out of the clouds. How do you think these uh, tripod tigers get to the sanctuary? You can't just pick them up or put a leash on them. Well, they just take them there on, a, on the metro or something <laughs> very safely. No problems. It's, everything's being done in a humane manner. Now we have this beautiful sanctuary. And at the end of the season, Greg, and this I think will make you feel better, we plan to set them free like in an in, open field in the United somewhere States? in India. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Bombay. Go Downtown ahead. Bombay is my plan. <laughs> Downtown oh, a Bombay. Beautiful, a beautiful jungle. The Sahara. Somewhere. The Sahara. You know, I think they like that. All right, we'll take care of them. All right. Let's do some news. Now that we've tackled that. They on their face right now. The f*** off the block. Wrong with you. I know that they had the <laughs> There he is. Drake dropped a video at midnight. Drake, who you may remember, number five on the uh, top ten things I love about Canada. He's doing the thing. He's doing Drake stuff. And that was Marshawn Lynch, Beast Mode himself, jacking up uh, Drake in the open field and then insulting him in a nice little interlude. Greg, you look very confused. Well, this whole, yeah, I hadn't seen the clip with OBJ and, and Drake. The song in general, where he seems to be uh, coming after Pusha T and kind I don't know. Drake, you know, right, this this part of the Drake career, not as into right now. Like what about you, Ricky? You, you seem to be in agreement? Um, yeah, the, the video's really, really funny. Like, Drake's <laughs> crying, and he's, like, in a Nike store, like, repetitively, like, the Nike ball store. Like, it's like, we get who paid for your he's video, at Nike Drake. headquarters in Oregon. Yeah, it's insane. His whole video, it's so, it's worth checking out, and it's very funny. It's not a good song. He is the most streamed artist. Mark, you're, you're big on streaming. Mm. He is the most streamed artist in the history of music. He actually surpassed Eminem somewhat recently. So Drake is on some, uh, by one measure at least, the most successful artist of all time. I think he's hit that level or pe- period of his career now where he's probably peaked creatively, but he's more famous than ever. So the music will probably continue to go down, but his fame will continue to stay where it is. And I think it comes through artistically in little things like if you watch that video, uh, the, the kind of the hook, the the verbal hook of the song is he goes, baby, over and over. And all through the video, he has things like he comes out of submerged water and says, baby. And one time he's like on a basketball court and he gets dunked on. And he turns his head and goes, baby. Like all he's trying to do is get a, a meme. He's just trying to go viral at this point. So he knows what he's doing. I don't yeah. think so. I Like I jumped on the Taylor Swift bandwagon late. I don't this doesn't sound like the right one to jump on. No, not, not right now. I do feel like people our age, though. 
Uh, I'm including the guys in the room now that we're all over 40. You know, Dan is right there with us. Um, I'm there. I'm there. I feel like our our era probably doesn't have enough respect. That Drake is, he will go down with like like Michael Jackson and Prince for a younger generation as that influential and that and like one of the greats. Which may you know you got to give him you got to give him that respect. Which I don't know if he gets from the over 40 crowd, well, that, but he will. Well, he he got it from me. Top five best Canadian things. <laughs> hey, also you guys, fun little nugget. Our podcast listeners. Um, it shows you who listens to Around the NFL on Spotify, and one of the top streamed artists from our listeners happens to be Drake. So let's not alienate him. Huh. We, we love there Drake. You go. We're like we, 13 minutes into the show. We've covered, uh, you know, recycling <laughs> right. I, I removal, we were, Bengals right. lair, Drake. We were being scolded for, you know, going slightly off track about 10 and a half minutes ago, and look where we are. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that's going out on the street corner this weekend, Mark? No, I mean, there's a lot more I can offer, but you're I, moving. You know, I, you're I, moving. You're moving. It's it's exciting. Nobody cares. Nobody cares at all. I don't think so. I'll just I'll see you when I get to the next place. And it's the Bengals sanctuary. Uh, great. Right, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to get any more tweets. All right, let's get to it. Tight ends getting paid in the NFL. George Kittle and the 49ers in agreement. Five years, seventy-five million. Uh, of that $75 million total, more than half of it is made up of guarantees. $30 million guaranteed at signing. $40 million guaranteed for injury. Still don't know what that means. $18 million arriving via a signing bonus. It makes him the highest paid tight end by a wide margin, surpassing Gronk. But guess what happened next? Right after that signing, Travis Kelsey got a deal done. Interesting. Interesting numbers here. Four years, $57 million. Keeps them in KC for the next six seasons. The deal is worth between 14 and $15 million per year in new money average. Kelsey, older uh, than Kittle. He's turning 31 in October, but he had two years left on his deal. And Greg, Riddle me this, because you're good with the the cap numbers and things like that, or you're the closest to being competent in this realm on our podcast. <laughs> the Chiefs had no room, had no cap space, uh, according to figures that were public uh, a couple months ago. And then they signed Patrick Mahomes to a half-billion-dollar deal and then made Mah- uh, the tight end, Tra- Travis Kelsey, the second-highest-paid tight end in league history. How did they do it? They backloaded them. They are not, you know, Patrick Mahomes especially is not making that much money in cash or uh, anything over the next two years. He got a bump, but once you spread that money over the 10 years of the Mahomes contract, you actually save a little money with that half a billion dollar contract. And then Kelsey, it's the same, similar thing where they're pushing a lot of the guarantees into the future. They're spreading the money out. They did not have to do this. This was absolutely um, a, a move that they are telling Travis Kelsey how much they value him, that they think they're getting a solid deal on him long-term, but that Patrick Mahomes' contract, which was very team-friendly, as strange as that sounds, I think made it more possible for them to sign Chris Jones and for them to sign Travis Kelsey, and uh, that's all part of the mix. Like, the guarantees are coming later in the deal. They're pushing a lot of money into the future. You're smiling, Dan. I mean, we're we're in a place now too where you know you, all team, players all around the league. You've got these guys 
that they, they'll spend the whole offseason talking about the money they should be making. They want to be the highest paid this or that. And their team goes 4-12. and 12. The Chiefs are very dangerous right now because they have three super key components that this offseason agreed to team friendly, super team-friendly deals that al- allows this nucleus to stay together. It's team-friendly in the sense that there is no signing bonus. Yeah, for for any of them, you look at Kelsey's breakdown over the years. I mean, it's it, I, I'm not saying it's bad for the player either. They're making a ton of cash, but you're not going to find a lot of teams where the players talked about we just want to be here. We want to keep this together. I think the Seahawks um, had to had to sign a bunch of guys to a bundle deals years ago. Their whole defense, but you know it's so hard to keep it together. With this case, you can look at Mahomes and Kelsey, and I think Kelsey is the he's not going to fade in the next year or two. The way that he you look at his career, I just think he's he's going to live through most of this contract. It's his third one. I love the deal for the Chiefs, and uh, maybe a little less so for Kelsey. Hmm. Two years left, as though. You don't kids. usually get paid with two years left. Right. I mean, it's the type of contract the Patriots never get Rob Gronkowski. And I and I was tweeting about this, and like people had a conversation sort of about, okay, Kittle got way more than the next highest paid tight end in the league, but he's still getting less than the top 10 wide receivers. It doesn't really make sense. And I think it goes back to Rob Gronkowski, who signed a contract in the after two years of his contract to start his career um, that he played the entire thing out. He was by far the best tight end in the league, and uh, he was dramatically underpaid. I understood why he took the contract at the time. It was only two years of in, into his career, three years off of a back surgery that people thought was chronic, and he was setting himself up for the rest of his life. But the Patriots weren't given contracts like this uh, that, that the Chiefs gave to Travis Kelsey, that's for sure. It speaks to the culture of fear and intimidation that was going on behind the scenes when the Patriots were special, when Belichick held all the cards. What are you talking about? Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, the two greatest players in the history of their position, signing way below market deals. It wasn't below market at the time. People thought that they were taking a huge risk because he had just come off back surgery. continues to resonate to this day, hurting players in the walls because Bill wanted what Bill wanted, and he got it. He got those rings, and he got those guys under contract. It's kind of silly, though, that tight ends make – that much less. It doesn't really. How does it that is. make it's any sense? How does he make dance. less than Jarvis Landry? He's to me. He's as valuable as any single wide receiver in the NFL. Right, but there's probably about, only like four or five tight ends that we're talking about that deserve so, these big wide receiver contracts. Well, of course, but and every, I mean the position itself shouldn't, as a whole, be elevated. Right, a bunch Kittle of tight ends says. don't do anything. He's the most important pass catcher in their offense. He is one of the most important blockers on their offense, so he affects all phases of the game. Uh, maybe that's something that gets addressed in time, but if it's not happening for Kittle now, I don't know who it's going to have to be that's going to get that wide receiver money. Let's move on. Everson Griffin, off the market, the four-time Pro Bowler, has signed with the Dallas Cowboys after 10 years with the Vikings, he signs a one-year deal worth $6 million. We're getting wild now, by the way, over on the dot-com in terms of – I know we want to make sure all the mouths are fed on who did the reporting, but we got a triple – we got a triple uh, source attribution here uh, according to Rap Sheet and Tom Pelissero and Jane Slater. All three of them have reported this, so I think it feels safe. We triple-sourced our there own reporting there within our own building. That's the next level. Usually, as, as an insider, I'll tell you, you go for the triple source, and that comes from three sources outside the building. Mm. What we're doing, what we're doing here at the NFL.com is we're triple sourcing internally. 
before well, going with something. So that would be nine sources outside the building. <laughs> three times three, math. I mean, unless so you, yes. Yeah, Unless, you know, these same insiders are getting peppered by the same sources, which I think would that uh, that probably feels likely too. And they're all Stephen Jones, basically. It feels like a move where I think Tom and Jane, you know, kind of broke it together. Uh, and then Ian just tries to jump in and get his name in there. <laughs> How about Tweet this that. just for the sake of a copy? Because, Mark, you and I remember this on the desk and we when we were all the ATN writers. Why don't we just create a person like a Frankenstein, Ian Pellislater? And then we don't have to put all these names. I like the idea of that. I don't. <laughs> anyway, I, I doubt they will. Let's get the focus back on Ball. Thirty-two years old. Uh, Griffin. We know he can play. He's had some off the field um, issues that uh, led to struggles for him at the end of his Minnesota run, or or took him off the field. But Mark, this feels like a really nice value add for the Cowboys, who get a proven player at a cost that is well below what you would expect a player of Griffin's ability. I love it for Dallas. I mean, we talked about the fact that there really just wasn't someone across from Demarcus Lawrence, that the pass rush was weak. Um, you put him on a line that also has Gerald McCoy, Don Terry Poe. I, I think this was a wonderful move for Dallas at, at a great cost for one year. They have sort of NFC title game vibe to me if things go right. And, you know, Griffin, Griffin has talked about like, he with those issues that he dealt with two years ago, that he is continuing to work with the right people to make sure that that doesn't bubble up again. Uh, you know, not super sure what's going on with all that, but last year he was very productive, and I think it's kind of it's it's a loss that after being linked to returning to the Vikings all along and so many changes in Minnesota that they that they didn't get Everson Griffin back. That mm. he goes to Dallas, a team that probably will vie for a division title or with the Vikings for a wild card spot and potentially could be the difference here. Well, the Vikings didn't want him. I, I, I don't know what the story is there. He's certainly one of the most productive players in, for the Vikings over the last 10 years, including last year. He had more knockdowns, QB not like QB hits, uh, than Nick Bosa and Aaron Donald. He was in the top 20 in hurries, too. He was in the you know top 10 in, in knockdowns and, and had eight sacks, too. So, so something was going on, but they had no interest in bringing him back. Because Why do you think, though? Because they, they mentioned that they were know. open to it months ago. Something Maybe it was shifted. a mutual thing, but they, they certainly weren't interested in paying him very much money, or else they would have. I mean, they gave, they gave like $9 million to a nose tackle in Michael Pierce from Baltimore. Uh, they're starting a, a, a seventh rounder from three years ago at defensive end. And Dallas, who I thought was really thin up front, they still have a very much a boomer bust kind of defensive line is McCoy and Poe free agents and Alden Smith and Griffin all going to work together well. I, I don't know. Those are all kind of like upper age guys, you know, at the back half of their career. But they all were pretty productive last year on paper like that could be the key to their team. If that defensive line is great, uh, they could fly. And, and if not, then the secondary, which which doesn't look nearly as great, could, could get exposed. Mark, this is. Not really related, although it is Cowboys related. You mentioned that they could be a team you see gets to the NFC Championship game. Do you realize, boys and listeners, that the Dallas Cowboys have not even made the conference championship game in the NFC in a quarter century? 
Forget about getting to the Super Bowl. They haven't even gotten to the NFL's version of the Final Four in 25 years since they won the Super Bowl in the 1995 season. Well, I mean, they were perfectly. There was like how how more milk toast could the Jason Garrett experience have been? And they hung around with that much longer than some teams would. But I, I am aware of that because I think that um, the draping over Jerry Jones for a long time has been all you know all the hoopla draping the team like they. But really hold up have now. Cowboys. I know we like to take our shots on Jason Garrett, but Jason Garrett got there in 2010. There were 15 uh, no, I mean, years they, before that. It, it's on. It's I think pre midway through Garrett's career. I think Jerry Jones, and then you throw in Stephen Jones. Let the front office change some of their strategies a little bit. Their drafts improved, and they have the roster now to get to an NFC title game if things go right. They've I had think, a good quarterback defense. though for 15 years now in a row. Yes, so they that's have. Yep. so that's a disappointment. That stat, I think. Is not a surprise to Dallas fans, that's for sure. That right. is like mentioned <laughs> every morning on Dallas radio. It's kind of the John Abraham uh, stat for the Jets that the Jets have not drafted a pass rusher since John Abraham. And by the way, Dan, I've seen that twice in copy <laughs> regarding the Jets. They can't uh, stop. In the, the Jets was, beat writers. One of your boys in the Athletic, yeah, had it. And I've seen it twice in the buildup to the season. <laughs> Connor Hughes, yeah, of the Athletic. No, the Jets have not had a pass rusher since the John Abraham uh, trade in 2005. It's, it's been a while, but uh, all right. In other important news here. position though. So I could see why they'd, you know, they'd go elsewhere. You don't really need, but one of those. you know, what's crazy. Like even the jets who stink and they don't know how to do anything. It seems they went to the, their conference title game twice in the last 11 years, the Cowboys 25 years. It's almost impossible uh, to believe. All right. The Falcons, Added Todd Gurley this offseason. They're hoping that he finds the fountain of youth. They're hoping that what the Rams believed, that they once had a franchise-altering talent at running back, but knee issues made him a pedestrian player, and they decided to take a financial bath to just move on from Gurley. Dan Quinn and company welcome in Gurley. He will be limited, it appears, once the team gets into legitimate training camp practice. This from Vaughn McClure, great name, of ESPN. And uh, McClure added, and you could arch your eyebrow here, that Gurley has been spotted limping uh, while he walks at practice and wearing a one of those compression socks over his surgically repaired and arthritic left knee. However, this is how you this is the old you know Cecil on the fence. This is how McClure covered himself. He's also moved very well in practice. Hmm. Oh. Sit on that fence, McClure. Well, I mean, he's reporting. He's, he's watching, you know, he's watching non-padded practice. I'm just having some fun. Put uh, put on the Todd Gurley tape. That's all I need to see. You know, it's it's this weird thing. People are like, well, if, you know, if Todd Gurley, like, gets right, it's like, well, he's second in the league and carries over the last two years. He's been on the field. We've seen a lot of Todd Gurley since midway through 2018. And he's and he's there and he's fine. He's a he's a running back who he ran hard last year. Didn't make many people miss. I would say was around league average for a starter. I'm surprised he got the contract he did. Like it's wild to me. He got about the same amount of money that Everson Griffin got and that yeah, Bruce Irvin got from Seattle. Seahawks fans, by the way, trying to convince themselves that they didn't want Everson Griffin. Please, you're paying Bruce Irvin more money than Griffin. Come on. Ouch. <laughs> Is that what Seahawks fans are doing? They are. I, I, I follow to too much of Seahawks Twitter, I, and there's yeah, a I lot mean, of like, oh, well, we didn't want Everson Griffin anyways. I think it's very interesting that Greg, um, Greg 
is very plugged in on certain Twitter feeds and pockets of Twitter, but then uh, conveniently didn't in. even see certain tweets that we raise up into conversation. So I don't, I don't, that's I'd like I to muted all those people. Well, that's, are you that's insinuating fun. that he's lying to us? That he sees everything? No, no, I just he lives I, on no, because I think Greg is. We all have our quirks, and I could see Greg muting and not seeing certain things. I could, I could see that happening, and I don't have any more analysis on that topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In other news, good luck to you, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley always seemed like a good guy. I'm bummed because we live in L.A. and um, he really is a, kind of a dynamic, charismatic type dude, it seems. And he should have been a big part of the city's sports landscape. But, man, he's still that in those sports. Gatorade ads or is that Powerade? Whatever it is, those ads, I think it's on during the NBA. It's every five seconds. And it's like, hey, it's the biggest stars in sports. You know, it's like Bryce Harper. And whoever and Todd Gurley, you know, I was like, huh, it's interesting that Gurley's still in there. Those billboards came power down in a hurry. What? I hope it wasn't Powerade. Like Powerade is like the Wrangler jeans to Gatorade's <laughs> Levi's. Maybe it's Gatorade. I don't know. Powerade. Uh, in other news, the Bills do some business. They give their left tackle Deion Dawkins a four-year. $60 million extension, rap sheet, and rap sheet alone reported the deal is worth $60 million with $34 million guaranteed. This is another hit uh, by the front office in Buffalo, a 2017 second-round pick who was entering the final year of his contract. So you, you, know, you, you play out your deal, and you get to the final year, then your team takes care of you. It's not that complicated. Now he's tied to Buffalo through 2024. Hey, what are you trying? What are you trying to say? Um, what do you think? Oh, it goes back to Jamal Adams. Yeah, we'll get to Jamal in a second, but just a little bit of patience. You know, Axel Rose taught us about patience. Well, <laughs> on the part of the player, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, well. patience. Anyway, Dawkins has started forty-three games in three years in Buffalo. Wait, but he started like the him? same amount player? of money, the same amount of games as uh, Jamal Adams. Right? And they, took, a missed a, they start. took care of him. They took care of him. He hasn't missed a start. They took care of him. Yeah, uh, he's he, entering he's the final year of his... Yeah. He's entering the final so year this, of his rookie So this deal, would right? be the time to pay Jamal Adams, I think, by that logic, right? Well, we didn't have the opportunity <laughs> because the Dallas Cowboys called my GM and my GM picked up the phone. And that was it. That was the end of the relationship. A lot of money. Are we, a lot of anyway, money. Does anybody have anything to say? This, is, this is kind of gets to my Kittle thing. Like, you just have to be kind of like an average starting left tackle. Maybe Dawkins is a little better than that. You know, he's, he's a good young player. He's a good starter. If you find a left tackle, you just keep him. But he's kind of getting the same as George Kittle money. That I guess that just it just is interesting to me how, how that works. Well, I just think there's no questions about the left tackle market and the tight end market should have right. tight ends and then STE like super tight ends like there's four or five of them those guys make that money they That's, should be making that feels more. a little too close to yeah. STDs yeah, it does even even as I just if, as I was saying that I, I knew that was coming ST. <laughs> How we want like, as many STDs as possible how about PGTEs pretty good tight ends get less and VGTEs very we good run a, uh, a two SDD format, uh, a two SDD offense. That's what we like. They're very stable on the offensive line in Buffalo. <laughs> That's what you're looking for. They, this was a, a terrible offensive line for years and years. It is one of the hardest things to kind of rebuild, I think. It's going to be your boy, Joe, Joe Douglas's biggest challenge here. And I don't know if they're a great offensive line, but they're stable, and I don't. Th- they're going to be fine. They're not going to be the reason that the, the Bills' season uh, goes off track or not. 
Speaking of Jamal Adams, defensive coordinator of the Jets, Greg Williams got himself. He stepped in it a little bit in his uh, Zoom meeting with the media on Thursday. Uh, Adams came up and the context was, you know, what's going to be the difference between the way Greg Williams used Jamal Adams as a jack of all trades on his defense and, and what's going to happen now that Adams is uh, playing for a different team over in the Pacific Northwest? Here's how the eloquent Greg Williams put it. <laughs> Jamal may get bored there because they don't use <laughs> their safety-type things and all the different complexities of maybe the um, – maybe uh, You got it, Greg. Go. Not showing Go, Greg. what they're doing as much as we do. <laughs> I mean, can I can I speak for the the triple G's out here? Greg Williams is, is one of us. I, that that stumbling he had was him realizing as he was talking. Oh, I just stepped into it again. I just yep. for no reason I said something that was unrelated to the question, and it wasn't really mean spirited. I don't think, but I just whoops, I just stepped into it. Well, and He's I, like, oh, by I the already way, gave I, them the headline. I do that all the time. I already time. gave them the headline. I don't have headlines. Jamal Adams will be bored in Seattle. I gave them the headline. Now I got to find a way to massage this. And he he wasn't prepared to do the massaging, and things went off the rails. <laughs> like midstream, he's realizing that he's taking down the architects of the Legion of Boom. And like Cam Chancellor responded to this. Earl Thomas probably has a few words to say about it. Greg Williams took Jabril Peppers and played him about 40 yards deep for an entire season two years ago in Cleveland. You knew what he I mean, meant. You knew what he meant. But he I know. I don't think he right. was mean-spirited, yeah. but I mean, it's just like he just, you know, what it, these there's too many people talking all the time. <laughs> Greg <laughs> Williams is a excellent defensive coordinator. I mean, I really do think he's great. The Jets, who had almost no talent last year besides Jamal Adams, were a top 10 defense. I uh, wish DBOA. Wes was there. Me and Wes used to be arguing about Greg Williams on this podcast back in 2014. Uh, now it could be you and Wes. It'd be fun. He's also the most <laughs> successful head coach in the history of the Cleveland Browns 1999 to present. So this man has had some football success. Well, he's going to be your head coach in about two months. So <laughs> you're signing up for the same ride. And then he'll be gone. And the Dan defends Greg Williams uh, <laughs> campaign will end at that point. Well, Pete, we'll have no Pete more Carroll ties to responded, him. <laughs> by the way, Pete Carroll said, you know, we're so we're so simple here and basic. You know, we probably won't get to any of that stuff. You know, that might be a good idea. And then later and you could tell Pete Carroll was was annoyed because he brought it up out of nowhere. They asked uh, what Adams brought to uh, the team as a pass rusher. And he said, well, he's not bringing Greg Williams with him. That's for sure. And uh, later said uh, the Seahawks defense doesn't make as many mistakes as the Greg Williams defense. So it was good. They're all just speaking. They're all speaking facts. I think the Jets had a better defense than the Seahawks last year, but I'm sure with Jamal Adams. Oh, definitely. The uh, yeah, the 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 Seahawks will probably have a better defense than the Jets because he's an impact player. Um, All right. Finally, in the news, did we hit everything? I think we got everything. Not a huge, not a huge news. The helmets are on, but they're not really like tackling and stuff. I think it feels like Monday is like the the almost unofficial start of like real football. Did we hit the Bengals then thing? <laughs> yeah, yes, we did. Hey, Ricky, was that? Did you check the uh, ballistics on that? That was a tranquilizer dart, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sound okay? Yeah, it was for sure. I don't want Peter or anything coming after us. Almost, it was definitely a tranquilizer dart. I mean, right, Erica? That that would have Peta coming after you, wouldn't it? They're, they're, I don't think they're fans well, of the tranquilizer dart. What is the overall 
scope of, you know, I think we're trying to take these animals to a safe place. He's still active. Bring, <laughs> back out the truck. It looks like we, we bagged another one. I mean, I oh. I respect the, the Bengal tiger. <laughs> put put any one of us in a room with a Bengal tiger. We'll see we'll see how many jokes and uh, sound drops you're doing. <laughs> Wait, what's your take here? <laughs> I'm saying us versus the Bengal tiger. We're stuck in a room. You're not going to be. Who's uh, arguing with you on that? We're taking them to a sanctuary, <laughs> a safe place. You think? Mark, you're absolutely right. What Greg is failing to understand here, because I see Greg is doing the thing where he's going towards the, wow, this bit's a little too far. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Beyond the pale. No, what we're we're doing with the Bengals, we're taking them to a sanctuary. And we're taking care of them, bagging and tagging them, and then we set them free at the end of the season. It's a little nap. Little tranquilizer just... So what is the purpose? What are you trying to accomplish in these months? Well, we stuff them into a den, and apparently you do not do that with a t- Bengal tiger. Uh, that's for lions. So we had already, we had already, like Greg Williams, stepped in it, mm. and now we need to kind of retrace our steps, step out of the poop, and uh, try to. Uh, we have to rectify the situation. I mean, Dan, your final step is to drop them off in downtown Bombay. I think we might we, that might need some rewriting. Mm. That that well, just sounds time. like total ca- human chaos. We have time. Oh, before we go, we have <clears throat> breaking news. This courtesy of the latest banger from Nick Shook over on NFL.com. Yeah, boy, Mark. Baker Mayfield admits he lost himself in 2019, but he feels better getting back to the basics in 2020. I like everything I'm hearing out of Cleveland, including the fact that, you know, I, I feel like this wasn't even allowed back then, but um, Stefanski, Kevin Stefanski, their coach, got on a plane and flew to Texas to hang out with Baker Mayfield for a bunch of time in February. And uh, everything since, Baker Mayfield's body looks tight. Mm. Arrow up, arrow up. Mm. He also said, you know, they, silence. they asked him about, you know, kind of all those challenges they have. And he said, we, we've said as a team, the more time we do, Complaining, that's the less time we have to work. This is a new... Brownie that's my thing. mantra. This is a new... Move in silence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Erica, do we still have another breaking news? I got another one for you. Let's do it. I think our network show started. Right, our micropod must get to 55 <laughs> Let's minutes. Do it. Let's do it, Erica. <laughs> Tavon Austin is back. You thought he was gone. When he signed that big uh, contract on Hard Knocks four years ago, he's on the 49ers. They signed J.J. Nelson, too. Their, their receiver group is not looking too good with Debo Samuel Hurt, by the way. You're looking for a reason for the 49ers to take a step back. Count, count a lot on Brandon Ayuk, a rookie receiver. And Wait, you also have them... You had their secondary on the come down I'm players to, of 2020. Well, they look like the best team in football in some ways, but I'm trying to look for some ways that maybe uh, they could run into problems. It's not a good receiver. 12 and 4. You're signing Tavon Austin and JV Nelson right now. One of my favorite tropes ever, and it finally stopped this year because he only now he's just a camp body more or less, but Tavon Austin. Uh, when I don't know who it was, it was one, maybe one of the Jones boys, maybe Stephen Jones said that Tavon Austin last summer was going to get like fifteen to twenty touches a game, for a <laughs> uh, and I think he had fifteen for the entire season. <laughs> that is a former top ten overall pick, Tavon Austin, who, and still one of the most shocking moments in Hard Knocks history, 
got a fat contract extension uh, during that 2016 hard knock season. I can't believe Jeff Fisher, enough, well, Jeff Fisher didn't survive. I can't believe Wes Need survived that contract. Hmm. Well, Wes Need, friend of the show, but uh, I will say there are a couple contracts out there in Rams land. That's not that's how I operate, suspect. Mark. You got to call it as you see it. Uh, you know, we don't. We could talk about friends all day on this show. Was, well, I mean, we've was, just we've just put like a wreath of flowers on Greg Williams' head, so I don't buy a word of it. I mean, it's all about what works for today. I did not put a wreath of flowers on Greg Williams' head. I like said two hundred times you have since last offseason. He's a good defensive coordinator and the best Browns coach of all time, nineteen ninety nine to present. Well, I see what you're trying to do, but I, you know, <laughs> I'm just not going to fall for it this time. <laughs> He's the best coach on the Jets' staff, which means they're totally disorganized. It's fine. They'll be fine. 12-4. and four. <laughs> Shock the world, baby. All right. All right. We'll be, again, we got a network show coming up, so check that out Saturday uh, morning. DVR it. In fact, if you have it already uh, recorded, I checked my own DirecTV. It will record, but double-check if you have a season pass. Uh, and, and give us some love or watch it in real time. It's very early, potentially, but do it. And we'll be back Monday with another episode of this, their audio show. Let's go. Dan Hans is signing off for Quiet Storm. The old boss. Ricky Hollywood and West Hollywood. Yeah, huh? Till Monday. go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply.